This is Healing Through Love. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia Luna, and I'm just a 33-year-old single woman who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term monogamous relationship. Along the way, I'm going to get to talk to some friends, loved ones, um, and a few experts in the fields of dating, relationships, healing, and so much more. And today, I'm so excited to have back on the podcast for round two, Romeo Johnson. Romeo is a 44-year-old fitness enthusiast, model, and writer actively pursuing his dreams. With a mix of brand partnerships and motivational pep talks, he shares the highs and lows of aging gracefully. It's always so great getting to talk to Romeo. I'm very excited to share this conversation with you all. Um, But as always, a friendly reminder, if you are loving this podcast, please consider giving a five-star rating and leave us a review. You can also follow us on social media at Solidarity underscore media or myself at Olivia Luna underscore underscore on both Instagram or TikTok. Um, You can also head to SolidarityMediaProductions.com to continue the conversation. We will also have polls and questions at the bottom of every episode that you can also play along with. And with that, let's get into today's talk with Romeo. All right, everybody, Uh, friends, foes, everyone in between. We are back with probably my most popular guest from last season, at least rating-wise, definitely. Uh, Yes, you. We're talking about Romeo. Sir, how are you? Welcome back. Thank you so much for hopping back on the mic with me. Uh, Anytime. You know, when you ask me to do things, I always say yes. So You do. And I and yeah, I think I think we just have that that energy with each other. Just a yes uh, yes and attitude with one another. Yes. I love it. Uh yeah, how yeah. Are you? I, I'm sorry. I didn't ask how I, you were. No worries. I'm good. I'm okay. I'm I uh, before we started recording, folks, I was like kind of venting about the day that I had. It's very stressful talking to people that I don't want to talk to. But as I was like setting up for this episode, I was like, oh, I'm excited to talk to Romeo again. Because it's it's I'm not even kidding. Like the responses I got from your first episode were probably one of the more like, I don't know, engaging of of you know, responses like people were just particularly women were very much like just in awe of you and uh, your I don't know, your approach to like life and, you know, relationships and women and men and everything in between. So I was very excited to like start talk to talk to you again on this episode. Right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, uh, Romeo, catch us up. How have you been since the last time we talked? What's been going on with you? Uh, last time we talked was about a year ago. I looked and it was like came yeah. up on the highlights a little, yeah. a little over a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Um, just working, just working. I think the old people call it chomping at the bit. Uh, it was chopping at the bit. I'm old, but I don't know how the old people always say it the right way. But so I just say it my way. But just working, 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 working and uh, trusting the process, even when I don't think I see anything. Um, just I'm kind of like in the cog of progression and I don't want to remove myself from that cog and then let myself down. So yeah. working, the answer is just working long, long winded answer, but just working. Yeah. Anything you want to share about like specifically like creatively? I know that like between the last time that we talked and now we, we worked on a couple things here and there. So I'm wondering if you want to share anything about, yeah, what you're working on. 
Um, so I am now one of the newest members and or co-hosts. I don't know how to properly say it of a uh, podcast TV show, Eight at the Table. Yes. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool that I guess from all my work or I don't know how people, you know what I mean? Like, how do they know or how do people think like, oh, yeah, he'd be good for this. He'd be good for that. And like, meanwhile, that really wasn't on my radar. So um, I'm one of the new hosts, co-hosts, anchors. I don't know. Um, that and uh, just doing lots of brand partnerships and taking scantily clad photos, the usual, you know, being an underwear model, things like we that. We love that. No, I never. I love never that. Y'all love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I was very excited to see that you were on that. And yes, that that question of like, how do people know what you're good at? Like, I definitely need that person in my life. So if anybody listening is like good at like reading and understanding what somebody might be good at, please let me know. But I would agree that you are a great person to have on a podcast. You're very honest, authentic, insightful, like talking to you is really easy. So um I haven't gotten to listen to like an episode from the new show, but can you tell us a little bit about like what, it, what, what's it about? What are you guys talking about on there? So it's a lot of like real life situations. Uh, we try to stay away from the, the man versus woman uh, debates. Mm -hmm. um, but being that it's usually men and women, it, it can kind of fall back into that. You know, because mm -hmm. it's easy to just say, oh, men and men do this and women do that. Or true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we talk about everything. Uh, mm -hmm. Talk about current events, talk about scenarios, talk about situations. And uh, I think we give a lot of a lot of different perspectives to different topics um, outside of just women need to do this for men. If you want a man, you better just outside of that. And I think I like it more now, now that I'm on it, of course, but more now that there's like usually two women and two men. So it's not really like uh, two women's opinions and just one man's opinion. I kind of can just give my view from an, I want to use the word or the phrase elder statesman. That's what I want to You are elder. not that old. I don't know. I feel like I got uh, agita. Um, <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, no, I, I appreciate that as well. And I, I, yeah, I think it's great when there are podcasts that have that sort of nuance to it where you're not just, well, I mean, my podcast is like literally just me, but I would love to do more panel things where I'm getting like more insight. And even when I'm like talking to just myself, like I try to make sure that I'm, I'm not speaking from that very black or white polarizing kind of perspective of all women this and all men that, cause that does get, that's tiring. And then that's, I don't know. It's also just not. I think it's it's so easy to it's just so easy to such an easy topic, I think. Right. And I, I don't think it's one of those topics that there's there's never it's a never ending saga, really. It's like everybody has had an experience with the opposite mm -hmm. sex or and or same sex, but it can just go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. So I feel like it's a very relatable. Because you'll 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 pick up something from each conversation, or you have to you'll have something to contribute to each conversation. So, one of the two. 
Absolutely. Um, is there any any new insights or things that you've learned from doing that show or just in this past year? Um, I'm working on microphone position, uh, talking into the microphone, because uh, I, I legitimately hate my voice on camera. So really? I, it's still like, oh, I hear like, oh, or like. You need to get your ears everything. fixed because that is not what we hear. I hear because I live with it. So, but um, <laughs> really just kind of looking at like my body position and mm-hmm. kind of just taking small things that I, that I want to improve upon myself because I'm easily like my biggest critic and, uh, but they're super helpful there and they always give me like positive feedback, even though I'm like, just yell at me. They didn't yell, but they did give me some great things to work on. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Let's, let's do it. That's great. Do you want to share like some of the like maybe things that mannerisms or things that you've noticed about yourself? Because I'm I'm similar, like watching myself back on these episodes. I'm like, why the f- I'm talking so much with my hands and I'm, I use uh and I don't know and all of these things. So anything that you care to share that you out of the 757 on? things that <laughs> I see on a daily basis, <laughs> I'll say that I'm a I'm a lip licker. Like I'm always like. And I laugh because whenever I'm taking photos, it's just, if I take a photo and it's a, and it's a live photo, like if I hit the live button, like I'm literally like, <laughs> so I see that a lot. Uh, and I usually go, uh, or, um, and, um, yeah, I'm just a thinker. So I think it, sometimes it comes off as if I'm not engaged but it's really just like me kind of like thinking and processing in real time. So Mm. I want to work on not making it appear that way and just kind of be able to not fire back, but just be like a little quicker with my responses and, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I am jealous of like folks who are able to like really slow down and think about their words. Cause I will, the thought will go so fast in my head that like I I'm like trying to catch it and then like I end up rambling and saying something crazy. So yeah, uh, plus with I think like I'm on the opposite end. microphones. It's right. kind of like you have to. My biggest fear was coming into something um, with people that were already established and not not fitting in, but not being able to like find my position. Mm. And I because I don't want to talk over anybody and I want to respect the guests. I want to respect the other hosts but I, I'm also there to do a job as well. So um, it's kind of like finding the middle points and like getting to know different people and like the things they're good at and seeing like how I can mesh in that. Oh, permeate. I'm going to use the word permeate. How Ooh, I can permeate. Word of the day. Love you know. that. That's dope. And do you guys also bring in like outside guests as well who are experts or anything? Uh, yeah, we, there's, there's been, there's always like a guest, not always, mm-hmm. but a lot of times there's, there's guests and it's from, what I like about that is not just experts and it's not just um, like we had a divorce attorney on um, mm. or maybe she's just maybe she is an attorney. But it's not just divorce, but it was a divorce attorney. Um, we had like singers and there's rappers. And so like people that I've actually followed on the gram before being part of the cast when I go to like, like at old episodes, I see that they've been on there. So I'm like, Oh wow, I'm on the same couch and not like fanning out, but kind of like, Oh, maybe, maybe I'm onto something here. 
Wow, that's great. I, I'm definitely excited to like dive into some of those episodes. It sounds like got some good, uh, good gems on the on that conversation. So, yeah, that's great. Um, I'm curious. So, like, uh, you guys talk about a lot of different things. I feel like lately, and it's probably just because this is what my algorithm is showing me, but I've just been inundated with like these viral, like dating stories and clips and things like that, um, that are from podcasts and things. What are your thoughts on that? There's there's like a surge of like this, I don't know, ideology of again, how men should be, how women should be all of that. Um, yeah. Any thoughts on those? It's unavoidable. So no matter no matter like how you swipe or like what you're doing, I think it's it's part of us being programmed. I don't want to be like tinfoil hat man, but like I think it's part of us being programmed to not pay attention to what's going on outside and kind of just stick with what we truly care about because we all want to like find somebody and, and oh my love, where's my soulmate and all that other like BS. And so it's just very easy to be drawn to that no matter no matter if you follow motivational pages or fitness pages or whatever i think it's just psychologically easier to kind of just open the door to that and it just kind of they just push it it's just being pushed especially in our community that's the thing that bothers me though because i don't see so many caucasian or like white podcasts really just heavy on this and i don't feel like it's my algorithm that's not showing it to me. I just feel that um, for like our demographic, it's it's something that we're really trying to come together on. As much as it as much as it seems like we're it's men versus women, in the end, like we really know that we need each other. Like I need you, you need me, and it's kind of like we're just just talking and talking and talking, and it's yeah, you know, it's kind of like we're all in a relationship. Yeah. No, it's interesting that you say that. I I didn't even think about that perspective of is this something that is like prevalent within like particularly the black community, like this gender wars that's kind of happening. But yeah, the more as I think about like um, there's just been a lot of, I don't know, popular viral moments of, I guess, trending topics around that in particular, like Simone Biles, right? Her whole thing with her partner or her husband, I guess, um, saying that he was the prize. And meanwhile, she's like an Olympic gymnast. And like that, that, that conversation was very much men versus women and all of that. Uh, Do you think the black community like has a little bit of a gender war happening? I, (laughs) I really don't think it's a war though. That's the thing. Like I I think it's more or less, Again, I think it's more or less us arguing and no one trying to no one trying to not be the bigger person, but no one trying to kind of give in. Mm. So there's, like there's really like Yeah, there's no there's no like middle ground outside of we both want each other. Mm-hmm. Like we both want each other. And it's like you're not fucking listening. So this is what I want to tell you and go watch this page because He's saying what I feel. And she's like, go watch this page because she's saying what I feel. And out of all that, truth be told, um, whether it's Cheesecake Factory or Simone Biles or how whatever topics there are, like just as humans, 
we're going to do what works best for us, you know, and you come into like a situation and you many times say, I, I wasn't going to do that. And I was strong on my boundaries. And then months or days or weeks, however long it plays into, like you're in a situation that you said you wouldn't be. So it's kind of like you are open-minded, but in front of everybody, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm strong and men can't, um, men, men should make a hundred thousand dollars. And... All right. <laughs> sure. But that's why you, you in this ways. <laughs> oh, Gertrude. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's very true. Like we can't stay. So I don't know, like hard and fast and locked into things. Cause then we're not growing. We're not like, like developing if we're just like, yeah, like you said, locked in. I'm curious yeah. though, to something you said earlier, do you believe in soulmates? Yes, but not, not in a way of, I really, honestly, I don't think we all get one like straight up and down like this whole, but I think the hope that we all get one is what keeps people coming back. But I don't think we all get one only just due to the fact of, I don't mean to make it more of it, but like say killers, like killers got soulmates or did they have, or when they were they younger, that was their time to not be a dirt bag. And like, they just weren't looking, they weren't, they weren't looking for love. So I don't think we all get soulmates because of bad, bad people. And, but we can kind of have a soulmate at different parts of our lives that we just can't recognize because we're just not in that space in our lives to recognize them in a sense. Like, you know, who you loved at 17 or thought you loved at 17 and you thought he was your soulmate. Like, I thought I was going to marry uh, the girl from fucking Wonder Years. Is it Wonder Years? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But like yeah. the original Wonder Years. Like, I don't know. Yeah. If you but like, no, I didn't know that late. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I swore that that's because, you know, but she was on our TV and like that was, you know, that was the, the heartthrob or whatever. But like, as I got older, I'm like, I don't even, what am I tiger? So, mm. you know, kind of, sort of. Okay. That's fair. I, I, yeah. That's an, I don't At know different that ages, seems... you know, yes. like seven, 14, or every seven years, or whatever the case may be. It's because, again, if we are constantly changing, then mm -hmm. the theory of, I don't want to get on like the theory of forever and like the vows that people are saying from, I don't know, freaking ancient Game of Thrones times that you guys <laughs> are still saying happy, happy, or forever. For, what? What are you talking about? Like forever holds your peace? What is it? You know what they're saying, like yeah, the vows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, how come that's not updated? Yeah, I don't believe in that. I don't. I definitely. I've said this in other episodes too. Like, I don't prescribe to the forever mentality of marriage. It's exactly mm -hmm. like, like like you said. We grow, we change, and our interests change. Our you know what we're attracted to, what we want in life, like all of that shifts and same thing for the other person they might not go in the same direction you are and you know that's how divorce and inevitably happens but um and i i agree that like i think we can have soulmates in like there's not just one you know there's never the one there's there you could be in love and with the right person a hundred times over because mm. it's 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 soulmate right like you're mating with your soul so you finding 
understanding and loving yourself and understanding who you are and what you want, that is like like drawing um, the possibility or sorry, that is aligning you with somebody who matches with that. Like when you understand who you are and that could be a lot of people, right? So um, I don't know. I don't know necessarily that like bad people are excluded from that, but. Uh, but how are they? If you, how uh, aren't they? If I think that spills over into like the whole God talk. Cause if like God is looking out for your best interests and that's if you believe in God, um, if he's looking out for your best interest or she is looking out for your best interests, um, then like, first of all, why is that person bad? Mm -hmm. And why the two situations happen to people because of that person? It like, it, it kind of feels like it goes sure. in a circle. So not everybody's getting a soulmate and people walking around here with the, with the notion of demands, 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 like a man's gotta be, or a woman's gotta be. I think those type of people, and I'm not saying you can't have your, your, uh, I can't, I'm not saying you can't have like what you like, but demands are kind of wild. Like how are you going right. to demand something of someone if you're not that? Yeah. Yeah. And yes, exactly. How can you demand? That's the ball. That's the bar. That's the line. How can you demand somebody? Uh, how can you demand something of someone that you are not being yourself? And I actually just talked about this in uh, a previous episode where it's like, it goes back to intention for me. Like, what is your intention in life and in dating and in, in relationships in this connection, right? Like if you come in with this negative, bad killer intention, then yeah, you're not going to get a soulmate out of that. Yeah. But if you're coming from a place of like love and trusting and all of those things, then yeah, for sure. Um, what, what do you feel like um, you like have, uh, what's my question? <laughs> um, what do you feel like you want uh, in the like going forward? Do you are you setting any new intentions going into this new year? Yes, uh, it's not even a new year thing. It's more of me. Um, again, I'm so great at going super fast, super fast, super fast, super fast, and I'm working on allowing people to help me, uh, which is big for me because then that falls into like my whole trust like you know I have to trust what your intentions are and I have to trust my instincts or uh and like that's just that's a constant battle for me because it's like what do you what do you really want like what do, what do you want and like I'd rather be like super direct and like hey listen I want this and I can say hey I can give you this or I can't give you this but not everybody works that way so uh, some of those goals are, I've been, I've had a screenplay for forever, my co-writer and I, uh, um, we've had a screenplay, it's been options, and I'm really trying to get that picked up, executive produce, some, somebody like call me. Uh, it is loosely based on a very, very fun part of my life. Uh, and... I know to do that, I have to put myself at more and like I have to go to these meetings that I really don't want to go to, but like I have to be out and about and you know what I mean? And it's kind of yeah. like, it's, it's being out of my comfort zone. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't answer your question, but yeah, just, just no. being able to step out. Yes. 
I, I'm curious, like, because that's uh, asking for help is just <laughs> the hardest thing. How do you feel like you psych yourself up to do that? Like, what sort of like active things do you feel like you're doing to to achieve that? So for me, the first thing I do is kind of make sure I've exhausted all my options within um, to where it's not like, listen, Romeo, you've done everything. Like you've done everything and everything you've done has gotten you to this spot. And if you want to go somewhere different, then you have to do different things. And so it's actually just replaying that in my mind and like making it my mantra and telling myself it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Even if that person does turn out to be the not not the right person, it's just maybe wasn't the right time or wasn't the right situation. It's not like crawl back into my show in a sense. So yeah, that's like the whole thing with eight at the table. Like I would never think about well, let me get on a podcast with people and tell you my opinions. Like I would, cause that could go bad, you know, <laughs> that could go real bad. And then there's the whole imposter syndrome theory. Like how did I get here? And like, what do they see? But do they see what I see? And so it's just, it's just a constant battle and it's just kind of just being more vulnerable and yeah. Being vulnerable is the answer for that question. Absolutely. Sorry. No, yeah, that's that's really the key. Um, going back to like the like trust and trust, learning how to trust other people. Do you feel like you've become more trusting over time? I feel that the more I feel like the more that I listen, the more I'm able to trust because you can hear, you can like kind of hear when someone is not like, I think there's not red flags, but I think there's like keywords that, that are just programmed into you from your past experiences, maybe they're triggers or whatever, but you can kind of get that sense that just from how someone's speaking that like, listen, this is not, it doesn't sound professional or like, why would you say that in this setting? And, and I think a lot of that is because of, kind of like how I'm a, I'm a sexual being, right? So a lot of things come off as like lusty or sexy and really I'm just fucking being me. And so when people come at me and it's on some, like, I'm like, that's cool. But like, can we talk about the money? Like, can we get to like the money and like, like yeah. the main thing, you know what I mean? Because I want to do business, you know? And not everybody looks at you as, as business, you know, like, I mean, it might sound bad, but I don't mean it in a bad way, but like you're a woman and you know how it is to be sexualized. Mm -hmm. And um, no matter what you do or what you wear, you're going to be sexualized. You know what I mean? So people are like, oh, you know, you got your underwear on on the internet. <laughs> you might be a fucking fuck boy, you know? Come on, like, or maybe I'm not. And uh you know i could ramble with you for days about fucking anything so no and and it's so funny that you say because again like the comments that i got from your last episode was yeah a lot of people assumed a lot of things about you just looking at you and then but like, i feel like those are the people though that's the thing and i feel that yeah. i feel that me being me attracts the right people Mm -hmm. And it turns off the wrong people. So, you know what I mean? So I think like the answer is just to be more me. Like the answer is always Absolutely. more you. 
you know? Yeah. They loved so. you. They were like, wait, no, he's like, he's so funny and goofy and silly and playful and like all and like, you know, well-spoken and all these other things. So yeah, I, I, that's the breaking away from the sexualization is, is something I struggle with. Cause I'm, I'm similar. I'm also like a very sexual person and yeah, I'll be in my underwear here on my stories and shit. But like, that doesn't necessarily mean that uh, my intentions towards dating and love are purely sexual. Like Good. we have to really, yeah, be able to just own ourselves and express ourselves fully. So folks can know the 360 of who we are. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Regardless of what I wear, because that's that's fucking stupid for women to get upset that I politely reject them um, if that's not like what I'm on. You know what I mean? Like mm. you wanted to do business with me and you want to do like a photo shoot and everything like that. But really, you wanted to go on a date. And because you get a lot of that. Oh, no. Listen, it's but I mean, it's it is what it is. And I'm it. It's, I don't know if it's sad that I'm used to it or if it's kind of like a blessing that I'm used to it and I'm able to spot it, you know? Mm. So that's what I mean, like maneuvering through like my whole trust issues about like, what are you really here for? Yeah. You know, like, you know. Yeah. What are you going to do? I Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I feel you on that. And uh, I'm sorry that you uh, experienced that. Like, I think I... I think I experienced that a lot too, like just in dating and ge- just in general, right? Like, I don't know. I, I, again, I don't want to get into this whole all men are this or whatever, but a lot of guys see me and like their first impetus is I want to fuck her or like, how can I like get to the physical stage? Um, and so <laughs> I'll get to like the third or fourth date and it's like, oh, she's still not putting out like, no, that's not, that's not like that's not my intention here. So, yeah, I think yeah, it's a struggle, and I, I don't know. Yeah, I feel you on that. I'm sorry that like you had to go through that. Like on a financial oh, no, business business wise, I would be like, what the fuck? Like, business wise, I'm sorry, but like it's yeah. not a bad thing. Sometimes it's a great thing. <laughs> Sometimes it's a very good thing. Um, but that bag. <laughs> yeah, it's it is what it is. Whatever, I'm a big boy. That's great. Um, what, uh, any new advice, uh, or the, I don't know. Yeah. Advice you want to share with viewers from the last time we spoke? I'm more, I'm always like on some motivational shit, like just, just get it done and just get it done. Just get it done. And don't expect things to be perfect the first time around, especially when you're you're doing something new. Uh, I think we have we build this big scenario about how we expect things to be, and really that uh, that time that we're wasting perfecting something we haven't even started is I think that's so detrimental to for me it is um, it's just super detrimental. Like I have this quote on my my uh what do you call this shit that's white and right on it whiteboard mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so uh it says like the greatest achievement or something i should know it's on my whiteboard but like it's basically the less time you take to do something the better you're going to get at it whether you like failing or or get it accomplished like the, the greatest goal is to do it 
bastard. I don't know. Mm. It may, it's so good. I want to yeah. run in my room and look at it, but I don't want to. Send it to me after. We'll we'll put right. it in the in But the it show. does mean something. It's just Romeo yeah. brain. It's kind of like, oh, save your <laughs> no. no, it's all right. I feel you. Um, that's great. No, just that's the most that's truly what I need right now. It's like just do it. Just fucking motivation. Get I have done, so many you know? things I want to do. Yeah. And then like it getting out of my just getting out of my fucking head is a fucking it's such a it's such a blah sometimes. It's mm-hmm. kinda like, all right. But it's never it's never I'll do it tomorrow. It's more or less like I'm gonna do it, but I'm upset that I'm not in the right frame of mind to do it the way I know I can do it. So it's I'm upset that it's not even a half-ass effort. It's just not the effort I really want to give to it, like mm. to, to make it the outcome that I know I could do. So it's just little, kind of just like little deposits, just little deposits, little deposits, little deposits. And then, then at some point you just got to listen, it's, it's done, mm-hmm. you know? So if that makes sense. No, that's, that's a great way to think about it. I will like, I will, yeah, get in my head and think because I haven't solved it, like how to do it from A to B, I'm just, it's overwhelming and I'm like, lack, I don't even do it. Like even restarting this podcast, I was sitting on it and sitting on it and telling myself, okay, I'm going to restart it. I'm going to restart it. But then I would just, how was that? We've been waiting for you. I know. I, and like, that's another thing that would get into me is like, people would say, oh, where, where when are you bringing it back? When are you coming out with new episodes? And then I'd feel guilty and like you know, get down on myself for not doing it sooner and all of these things that just like kept compounding and keeping me yeah. from doing it. And it literally and took life. like, yeah, and life, yeah. you know, work and yeah. stuff. And it took like the new year to just like, boom, let's go. Let's do it. Okay. okay. I feel you. You know that yeah. you and I and like my other friends, like we shot something. Yeah. I was doing my, my uh, I was doing my director directorial debut and like I had the camera all sideways. I really thought I was doing something. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's, it it's literally on my, it's on my drive and like I visit it. And then like, when I look at it, I'm like, Oh, she was fucking this. And yeah. I'm going to get it done. It's, it's really just taking that time. It's carving the time and just yeah. getting it done and saying, fuck it. I did it. That's all. And yeah, I appreciate it. Doesn't have to that. be perfect. Yeah. Let's just put it out. Let's do that. That's, that's our goal. People didn't know that you were yeah. actress. You were you were actress. <laughs> Acting. Uh yeah, I do my thing. Um, I'm curious. So this is a question I'm gonna start asking like all of my returning guests. Um, we've known each other. You've known me for a, a little while now. Yeah, I think I think we're familiar with each other. Any advice you have for me or things that you feel like I should be doing in life? In life? In life, in love, in dating, in relation, like anything. Oh, Jesus, girl. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think think I'm equipped to give you any advice because I'm a fucking mess. But I say... I say, honestly, like when you set this up or like when you ask me... Maybe that's my accent. When you asked, <laughs> asked yes. I hear myself. I'm sorry. When you asked me to do this, I was like, that motivated me. You know what I mean? Because like I feel that you're so good at it. Like it's the lighting and like your skin and like you're super comfortable with the microphone and you ask like really good questions. And it looks it seems like supernatural. Supernatural? But like super space natural. Yes. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> that like this motivated me. You know what I mean? It was like, all right, she's starting. So like I have to put something in like my my bank. So I think for you, I watch your dating stories. Um, I watch your dating recaps. I think I texted oh, you one time about this place and that you were on the roof about. And I was like, oh my God, I can get really con good content up there. Um, I just, I want you to, I would like you to uh, just keep going, you know? And, and I know, I know that like sometimes it gets sad because uh, you're looking for men and not looking for men. I'm sorry, because of just us as men. And I know that we can be fucking, Oof. Ugh, like real yeah. shit and I wish that I wish I just hope that you keep your mind open and it, it's never a generalization of all men yes I actually wish that for like every woman uh that it's never a generalization like all men because it's really not you know and I, I think the more work that you do on yourself and the more you believe in yourself and the more you, you motivate yourself like that, that like brings you to a different level of where you attract that. You know what I mean? Cause we're really mm. supposed to be attracting. We're not supposed to be chasing, you know? Mm. Um, so it's kind of like when it's yours, it, you attract it and you know, and, but I see it. Like, I know I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the, Hey, cause I know, I know the picture's going to look like this with the like, the ring, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know the picture is going to be like hell this. no yes. no I'm not doing some some phony bougie no no I'm, it's going to be iconic it's going <laughs> to I mean everything you do is iconic but I see it already like I've already seen it for you as far as like it's just going to be like something like oh in St. Martin oh this old thing like <laughs> I see it for Aww. you and I'm I'm like a big fan of big fan of it. Like somebody will get it right, you know. I appreciate like, that. I hope that for you because I know I feel like I really feel that you are like a hopeless romantic. I you know I don't. I, okay, so we talked about change, right? We talked about growth and things changing. The older I'm getting, and like. So I had a moment, I was in Puerto Rico like a couple of weeks back and I'm like on the beach, sun, bikini, feeling good, feeling fine. And I was just like, what if this was just my life? What if like I just had a little house on the beach, me and my dog, and I can come out here by myself and just like have sun and surf and sand. And it just, there was something like so peaceful about that thought, like no kids, no relationship, like nothing, just me and my dog. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I don't know. I I uh I do want to know love and I do want to know like marriage and 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 partnership and like you know, I want to know those things, mm -hmm. but I'm becoming slowly more and more content with the reality of like what if that just doesn't happen or what if my life like, like looks differently. Like, yeah. None of that is negative, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that that amount of self, I think that amount of self-love is what makes it harder to date. Like mm -hmm. when you actually get in your own, your own routine, you get into this, like, you really know that you are giving a piece of yourself to somebody. Mm -hmm. um, 
So you would hope that person who's receiving that piece understands that, like, listen, I'm not here. I'm just not here, like, fucking off right now. Like, I really want this with with someone. And, like, I'm choosing you as opposed to people that come into your life and and just think it's just part of the cycle. And um, it's, yeah. That's yeah, such a good point, though, because I was getting nervous. I'm like, oh, shit, do I have to choose between like <laughs> single piece and, and you know, love you and have marriage and all that? And, and yeah. just merge it. Like yeah. everything you have, like you're, you're. I feel like it's it's more or less how people are getting married or have been married and like have their own situation, like they have their own houses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds wild to people. But like my grandparents were like that. My grand, my granddaddy lived in New York half the year, and my grandmother lived in, I mean, my grandmother lived in New York half the year, and my granddaddy lived in Virginia half the year, and like they would, oh, you know, wow. they do their trips or whatever. But it's almost like when they came together, which is like fucking fiery. It's kind of like, listen, I have my piece here, and I have this here, and like have my ways here, and but like the main thing was love. I mm. think you can have that. It's more or less how you design it, you know someone that's on the same page with you wow that's incredible that kind of and that's what i want to know i want to like i want to know like that level of love and connection where no amount of distance or like time or you know whatever can like i don't know disturb that and uh yeah that's beautiful congrats to your grandparents (laughs) distance (laughs) makes the heart grow fonder and and (laughs) i feel that Feel that not all because I'm not generalizing, but a lot of women are they want to be up like under you, yep. under you. And I understand that's like a maybe the nurturing side of you guys of like constantly like needing that like up under. But I know for myself, um, until I'm until I'm where I want to be, like within myself and like until like my certain goals are achieved like I'm always going to have like that drive to to do this and me doing this me being focused on this can easily be be mistaken as like lack of attention or like lack of time I'm devoting to this you know what I mean but if I'm not fulfilled then like And I think that just as a man, we, as myself, excuse me, just myself, I'm on a quest to like live like my life to like my way and right, wrong, be able to suffer, take the consequences. Like I'm, I'm just all in with being able to adapt. And I don't think everyone is looking to adapt. I feel like there's so much codependency going on um, that people lose themselves and I don't I don't ever want to lose myself for a relationship because I've had that in like my my younger years I've had that already so um this my time my golden am I, is this my golden years am I my golden years no stop okay. <laughs> I don't know when the golden years are but uh, uh not this year, no. <laughs> Don't it, say that. I'll be forty-five. So, is is a golden time no. or no? I feel like is, the golden in the golden years, like like past fifty, right? Like you're past like half life. This is when the sun is going because the golden is like the sun is like coming down, right? <laughs> I don't know. No, but I know that 
if I'm if I'm B forty if I'll be forty five this year, mm-hmm. then technically I'm allowed to have like a midlife crisis because like it is the middle of the life, and yeah. when I Google my birthday. I was born in the late 19th century or 1900s, the late 1900s. Like I'm not in the middle. I'm in the late 1900s. So I'm technically, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, I'm yes. golden right now. So okay. that's how I feel. I'm, I'm golden, whatever. What What do you feel like your midlife crisis is, is going to be? Do you, do you feel like? I feel like I had a, I feel like I had such a, a regular life crisis um, mm. <laughs> in different parts of my, my decades um that it won't be as much of a crisis because i've experienced Mm -hmm. i've experienced so much as we all have but like if you think about love love loss and just overcoming each that's that's really the that's really the the cog of life like Mm -hmm. everything happens but nothing is nothing's forever. Like there's never anything that's forever. Like nothing has ever been forever. So I once you once I realized that, I realized that realized that very young, but nothing is forever. And like once you once I realize how to detach from things, mm-hmm. it's been it's a it's been a not a struggle, but it's been um it's been a task to learn how to detach uh, healthily. Mm-hmm. That's very, makes it, very yeah. Buddhist of you. I love that. How do you? Uh, yeah. How do you? How do you practice detachment right now? Um. So I love saying no. Uh, <sighs> I'll be saying no, like no <laughs> shit. I'm definitely, I have like, not terrible tattoos, but I have tattoos that make me laugh, but I'm definitely getting no tattooed on me somewhere uh, <laughs> because that, that, that word is so, there's so much power in no to me. They'd be like, no. And then you get, I think from the word, no, you really get to see how people, who people are mm-hmm. like telling somebody, no, just about anything, the littlest things like that'll, that word will bring out a different side of that person who had their own motives or their own intents, intentions, intentions with whatever they're asking for, you know? So like mm-hmm. saying no is changes the dynamic of everything. And I love saying no, no, no. Mm. So even just hearing hear, even just hearing you say no right now, like it just released something in my stomach. Like that was just so nice. Like, no, yeah. Just, Cause in the, in the end, like we, we, we are literally like it's just us, mm-hmm. and even when you find somebody else, like you still have to control this vessel and keep this vessel on a track that works for you, and then balance how much of that work you're willing to um, kind of put on the back burner to make another situation work or to make it work with another human mm-hmm. and it, it's just like that it's just it's literally the yin yang of life like it's just like that balance and like finding that balance and then finding a partner that understands your balance and kind of going like that and 
I don't know if it's wise. I just that's just how I feel. Like fuck it, balance. Everything is balance to me. Yes, that's very wise. Always, you're always so very wise, um, Romeo. Once again, just dropping gems left and right. Uh, Am I though? I just yes. Oh, this is how I feel. Like I don't. I feel weird that I don't feel weird, but I think it's odd that not everyone doesn't think like this. But I think if we just stayed more positive and realistic instead of idealistic, Mm -hmm. we would be just different in like a different place, a different realm in our lives. Of like, yo, I'm I'm really bugging right now. Like, I'm really bugging. Like, if you can't check yourself and say, like, listen, am I being realistic or idealistic? Again, it's the yin and yang, the balance, the choices. That's all it is. It's not, it's not, it's really hard. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm rambling. That's the gem. Nope, that's that right there. That's, um, cut that. That's the social media cut. No. No, this has been great. Uh, as always, thank you so much for, you know, supporting me and supporting the show. Uh, where can folks continue to support you? Uh, how can we keep up with you? Um, all right. So TikTok let me back. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you got banned uh, from like, for like being too I was, For naked? like almost two years. I wasn't naked. I was just, you know, some of us you know, got that. Uh. But um, <laughs> no, uh, so TikTok, I am me, me, I am Lord Romeo 9 on TikTok. Uh, on Instagram is Giraffe908. I am on Eight at the Table. Uh, and then I'm also in the streets just delivering packages um, and setting an intention or putting it out there into the universe. I will be the voice of a Fortune 500 company, kind of like an Allstate guy, but like, and the State Farm guy, but like, I want to be like Romeo for something. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel. Actually, excuse me, that's how I know things will happen for me. It's on my lifeline. So I feel that. Oof. All right. You heard it first, everybody. This is where oh. we're at. This is where we're going. Uh huh. And you and I, we're going to do stuff. Like yes. you're going to motivate me and I'm going to motivate you. And you, you know that you don't have to get back to me like once every whatever month, you know, I got you yeah. whenever you call me like, uh, we text each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta collab more. We gotta, we're yes. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm with it. You know, I am. So, um, if whatever I can do to help you, you're like that person in my life that I know. And like, I knew from like, the very first moment we met, like I knew that like, um, <laughs> just want to you know like there's just good people and it's very yeah. hard to it's very hard yeah. to find good people so when you have somebody good you recognize that and you're just kind of like yo whatever you need i got you so no. don't cry i appreciate that thank you <laughs> <Get you! laughs> i appreciate you romeo thank you so much for joining thank you you're so welcome see you again soon yeah i'll talk to you later bye
Thank you for listening to another episode of Healing Through Love. As always, if you head to the show notes of this episode, you can find links to get in touch with today's guest. Please feel free to reach out with any questions or comments about today's episode on social media by tagging us at solidarity underscore media, or you can also head to solidaritymediaproductions.com. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait for you guys to join me on another episode of Healing Through Love. Take care, y'all. Bye.